1: Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start.
0: It is February 27th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. You know, uh, had a big, big weekend of yard work. Just was, we had these, like, the weeds overrun our yard. There's, I don't know what they're, my mom says it's called, like, wood sorrel or some Cucuya. something like that. I don't know, yeah. it just, like, infiltrated every, uh, aspect of the yard and my day of reckoning stuff yeah my day of reckoning came and i I had to i had to eradicate the weeds and mulch all day saturday i was i like could barely walk at the end of the night it's fun
1: it builds character though some of those days (laughs) where you just spend like nine hours in a row like leaves raking leaves or mulching or whatever weeding like these are the glamorous Glamorous weekend lives of a bunch of podcast boys and, and media is, I guess, yeah, yard work like anybody else. I, I don't know. It builds character. I, I feel accomplished when you get through some of those. I, I did. To,
0: it felt great. I, I I was looking at the uh, I was looking at the yard this morning. I was like, God, it looks so good now. You know, <laughs> I'm excited. Congrats. I, I, that's the I'm very excited, I'm excited about
1: excited for you.
0: How are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm great. I'm great. I had a good, strong weekend. Basketball is over. We got invited to some tournaments, but I may just. Ready, to move on. Fold up shop. Move on to spring sports. I've, I think I need to settle down. But yeah, good good weekend. I'm doing well. I enjoyed the golf today.
0: I had a fabulous. I, that. I mean, I enjoyed one of the golf. The other golf, sucks. I, I I've got some. You know, I don't know. We we don't need to get. Are we into talking that about right
1: DLF? Now? Are we talking about the Hero Indian Open? No, but the golf across the landscape. Good stories, good winners. Are they the sexiest story? Is it going to sell merchandise? Is it going to sell sponsors? No. Great stories in Marcel Seam. No bullshit. DLF. I got several messages from our many European tour correspondents. They're like, they throw around the like, you know, the cliche, great, you know, good locker room win. They're like seem is beloved. You remember when he was at the uh, Royal Saint George's, like acting a fool, like just so happy to be there. Apparently, like he's been through hell. He does work on the side to like make money. His wife is sick. That's a big win. Chris Kirk, three years, been a big win. Olivier Vu uh, overnight hey, pancake in zone. Tha- Thailand. Chris Kirk into Chris
0: the pancake zone. Yeah, that should be the headline.
1: Another UGA winner. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but he went to Georgia. Septic Tank did as well, and they've now won twice in a row. Who's the Ox? What does that mean? That's
0: what they called the Tank.
1: Oh, they called Sept Sept Shrocka the Ox? Yeah. We were getting footage from the ground like, man, he's a unit. I was like, yeah, he's a big boy. He's got squared off shoes. You don't want to mess with that guy. <laughs> um, so congrats to Chris Kirk. Three years. Just really good winners across the tour. Charles Hall, the third one on the one on the live tour, which is less. I don't know what that means. If anything, we'll get we'll get to live here in a little bit. Um, you want to start with that? What we just watched the end of, of Honda is sure 18. Like, delivers every year. I'm not going to say it's architecturally a good hole, but I swear some crazy shit and decision-making and, like, tricky up and downs every single year. And it used to be Rory and, like, higher-level players, but it still happens, and and it's these uh, journeymen and middle-tier guys. And we saw last year Shane Lowry with the duck hook, and that was more nature (laughs) than the hole. But this, this finishing hole as a tour like capper is pretty great every year. And we got it this year both in the playoff end in regulation.
0: Listen, like, I think the thing about Honda, that's like, it's, uh, I hate the golf course. I think it's awful. <laughs> I think it's just like a horrendous <coughs> golf course, but that being said, like a really good way to put pl- uh, to design a golf course. If you're just designing a golf course for tour players is to have water everywhere, you know? Yeah that's yep. how zb says he would design a golf course for against tour players just put water everywhere and that's what it does and, and like having that the snake or the bear trap sorry the snake, snake pit pit. That come is on uh, easy easy my bad the snake the bear trap we gotta get um, through the audit
1: too uh, the audit at the tpc sawgrass isn't that what we wait was it? that
0: real no, I think the, you made we that call, We, we called yeah, up. the audit. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. the audit. 16, 17, 18. <laughs> The Grant Thornton audit or whatever it was. <laughs> so you got that. You got the sn- Let's settle down. We're only at the bear trap. But go
0: ahead. The audit. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> um, but the, the bear trap. I mean, you get those hurdles, and then you get one that you feel like you need to make birdie on. And, and Eric Cole, if he makes birdie on it, wins. And, he just can't get it done, and Chris Kirk obviously like one of the things about it is like I don't know I I don't know if he should have just laid it up the first time around, but yes. I mean it doesn't matter now. This is what I'm wondering. Like I think he thought that Eric Cole was gonna make birdie. He wanted to win, so he wanted hitting, to.
1: Yeah, he yeah,
0: wanted. like yeah. Well, you know what? How about him almost hitting the car?
1: I, we have intel. I tease this on Twitter. You will only get maybe you get this everywhere. I have no idea. Maybe we have intel on the car, the floating car, which everyone says he almost hit. I don't know. I think that's people being a little dramatic for Twitter. Honda Nugget. Last year, they put that car out on the water off 18 green about two weeks before the tournament, but put the car too close, too close to the green, and it was getting just peppered by resort guests, crushed. Too close to the green as all these chops, these hacks. We're just peppering it, hammering it. <laughs> so they ended up having to replace the car come tournament week <laughs> two weeks later. <laughs> they replaced the car and moved it way out into the pond like where it is this year so they can get all the close-up shots for the promos. So, yes, that car... Uh, apparently has a history, a checkered history. Maybe that's why Honda's getting out of it. Uh, uh, but I don't know that he was that close. It added some an element of, of amusement to the finish. But uh, that was, I think Brian Phillips tweeted, this is Zinger's Super Bowl because <laughs> of the pressure. I mean, the, with Cole chipping down through the green, that's a tricky little runaway once it gets over there. And then the bunker shot. and, and I almost think, I mean, we're getting too hard in the analysis here yeah what are you doing falling behind the tree ending up behind that tree was a good thing for kirk in the end it took this he just punched it up to this wedge distance that he was perfect for him why there's a tree there is beyond me like what is this little scattering of little palm trees with like you know twigs uh, on the fairway but it worked out for him being behind that tree and he just punched it to a perfect wedge distance and knocked it out. So congrats to Chris Kirk. Do you have any other Honda
0: thoughts about Cole, minor I mean, Cole a minor league golf tour legend? Yeah, I think this is, he's on the list that you don't want to be on, you know, which is the career. top 10 and the career money list for the minor league golf tour. that that is like the worst place you could be and people will be like what does that mean why is that the worst place that means you played a lot of golf on the minor league golf tour and rarely do these guys make it when you've played you know a ton of golf down there and it's cool to see him up there i mean i think it it it's not a surprise that he didn't play great on the west coast swing and then you get down to florida south florida where this yeah. tour where the tour right in the backyard of where he won all these minor league tour events and yeah. he plays really well. So, they you know, play a
1: fair I, amount of minor league events there, but it's the estates course. Is that correct? Oh, not yeah. The, the estates uh, course. Yeah. What is this one? Course? The champion I course? Th- I or think something? they
0: used to play the Squire bunch. <laughs> the Squire might not be might not be in existence anymore. Okay. I think they do play one or two a year at the ch- national. The I was okay. looking into it and I think he actually finished second. Uh, in a in a minor league tour major at PGA <laughs> national right. do you no. know who he finished runner up to? I'm gonna say uh Sonny Kim Sonny Abacoa or Steve LeBrun Stevie Fountains. <laughs> I think it was Sonny Kim. Sonny Abacoa. All if my right. research was if I research was correct, it was Sonny Kim. So but I, you know, I think um Eric Cole's a neat story and obviously I welcome any time that we get walrus and baby walrus on the screen you know multiple times when they're running through the father-son champions and then you know it, it was a cool story and you know it's it's fun to watch a guy that's you know really battled his entire life to get there get there and i mean he played really well it's just uh he came up short now like does this change my expectations for eric cole moving forward no not not really you know, I think he's going to be probably he's obviously going to keep his card um, because of this finish. But like, you know, I I'm gonna have to you, see you, more before I say he's like a household name.
1: <laughs> I know. Right. He's 34. Right. It, it, wasn't that it? You yeah. feel for him on the lip out there. That's like that is probably going to be his best and only chance at a win not i say probably not definitely he's a very very talented golfer so maybe he does but it's like that was that was it to keep it going um okay with the first non-designated event the first real not i, I know we had amex but that had a good field. this was the one that was a real first kind of not a strong field and garrett morrison wrote expertly I think for the newsletter subscribe to the Friday newsletter I think we've been doing a pretty good job with that not talking about myself but others have we have you know Joseph LaMagna and Shane Bacon and others contributing Will Andy myself writing I think it's been pretty good and uh, Garrett had a great sort of outline on Friday about leaning into this status of lower tier status the clarity of like maybe like going to a mainstream big show on Broadway. He used a theater analogy, which I can't speak to, but I'll read, read, whatever, re paraphrase, whatever he said. Not a theater goer myself, if you can imagine. Uh, but, but like the non-designated event could be like sort of the off-Broadway play. You go in with different expectations and it's, it's you know, you don't, you don't have the main high cost actor on stage, but you think it could be kind of cool and unique and something different or experien- experimental. Um and I thought it was a good analogy. And and we kind of got that a little bit this week. It was redeemed within the last hour, I would say, where the action and the course superseded the names on the on the leaderboard. Um, but it's a good it's a good take, I thought, by Garrett, and we'll see it have to happen again. I don't know if it'll ever be to this extent where you have one one event sandwiched between four designated events. Um, but it was, it was not a bad way for it to go.
0: Yeah, I think, I think I agree with this. I think the thing about it is it just like gives some clarity. I think it helps the announcers a lot. And what I think the tour should, should lean into this and really make this like they, one of the things that they haven't done to date is really talk about, they've done so little promo of the designated events. Yes. They've done trying to be sensitive. Like, they, yeah and they're trying their their whole thing is that everything's the same right but i think that them being able to play up like this is a big shot for these guys and then also like they talked about eric cole getting into the players and stuff this is where when you have this designated event and regular event structure it can be like hey a win here is going to get them into every designated event the rest of the year and that's a huge carrot, right or whatever it may be like that stuff. And like, as it fills down later in the field, like it all of a sudden, everything has context around it. And that's honestly, like I thought this event worked well, obviously they got a great finish, you know, and it Mm -hmm. was two good stories, interesting stories, but there were a lot of good stories on the board. But one of the reasons that it worked was that like, it wasn't weighed down by like trying to make it something it wasn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Worked out, I think. I, it won't always work out that way, but it, it, no. Yes. But it, the clarity is an important part. Um, let's stop pretending that all of these, you know, are, are equal 500 FedEx Cup points he, equal.
0: And here's the thing, and we could probably use this as a transition to get over to the other tour, um, but there's probably a few loose ends we should tie up. But, uh, but like, there was context to this win. This, there, You understand yeah. why, you know, like, oh, like Chris Kirk, he just won for the fifth time. He's going to be up into like the 30s, probably in the world rankings. He's played really well this year. His strokes gained is really high. Oh, like this could be a springboard to the Ryder Cup, maybe, you know? Or some position of that we've never really thought of. Chris Kirk at this point, like at this, you know, stage, he he could be transcending into the, not transcending. I don't want to use that word, but like he could be having a career year, elevated, and this is yeah. the start of that. And all there's context to it. We understand what this means
1: in a larger scheme. We also understand what it meant for Eric
0: Cole. What it could have yes. meant for Eric Cole um or, uh, and what it meant for ryan gerard the right. monday qualifier who now is in puerto rico i love that character he's what a big week he gets in puerto rico frank flick
1: the second also in puerto rico so there's still the short game chefs in did he
0: get rico. off the alternate list yeah he's okay. in all right it, it said out no one in <laughs> everybody part of
1: a everybody with yeah um any other amusements you want to tie up? I gotta say, speaking to just leaning into being a low, like make something fun, make something different. Did you see the first tier st- or hear the first tee starter? I did, did not. Hear? This is uh, Christopher Powers. I'm gonna try to play it here. Uh, tweeted it. A great Twitter account. You should follow. Here's here's the first tee starter at the Honda uh, on Shane Lowry. Charlotte! Charlotte! Just like ludicrous, screaming into this. <laughs> it's like she's the Detroit Pistons. Detroit, you remember the Pistons old, yeah. old PA announcer? Uh, like just whatever. Little circus. Zinner was great. Had him back. You have Akshay running around shirtless like J.R. Smith after the Cavs won the championship. He's got his shirt off on every other hole. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Zinner had some line about Akshay on, on Saturday that said he, had, he has the best tan on the pga tour zinger getting you know loose and out over his skis there um
0: hey i got a question i you know while we're talking about zinger yeah has mbc fallen way behind cbs in your mind it's a question i don't i I don't know i i
1: gotta say i i didn't watch closely enough before today today was seems
0: stilted what do you think you, it seems like you're ready to say that. I, I don't know. I'm I'm going to wait till Bay Hill and uh, players, you know, to see what they what they got up their sleeves here. Maybe it was maybe they didn't send their designated event folks, you know, to right. The, to, sure. But um. Sure. but yeah, it, it didn't it didn't seem on par with what we saw from the West Coast swing.
1: Billy got the walk and talk. Of course, of course he did. I think Chesson Hadley was another one. So um, any other Honda Cla- Classic thoughts we can tie up? Or are we good? Congrats to Chris good. Kirk. I, you know, I mean, yeah, it's enjoyable to hear him talk about his sobriety. And it was a good story for him. He's in the pancake zone.
0: Uh, let's do an ad uh, read. It looks like Marunk just fell short of getting in the players. Tough for uh, Merunk. He needed solo 14. He finished a tie.
1: Hmm. That's a shame um let's get into let's do an ad read then we got a lot of live to talk about or a little bit of live who knows where we'll go with live live myacoba. um for our friends at athletic greens i had mine this morning ag1 uh by athletic greens that was the first thing i had uh when i woke up it kind of like i knew i was take, taken care of for the rest of the day i was running around all day i had you're freed kids up kids birthday parties i don't need to worry about this nutrient or that it's it's i take ag1 uh, by athletic greens is like a, a, it's a habit forming thing for me. Right. I've started storing it in my little canister in my fridge. Um, and I just like, so it's just easy for me. It's access. I just take my scooper, boom, shake it up. I'm good to go. I know I don't have to worry about getting this vitamin or that nutrient or like tracking all that stuff the rest of the day. I have a good solid base to start. Um, and, and that's kind of become part of my daily routine, my habit. Um, it's it's a nutritional, like a foundational nutritional drink. Uh, and it's kind of my supports my immune system. I've got a bunch of stuff flying around the house right now. One kid's been out with strep throat since Wednesday. Uh oh. uh just, you know, a little barf boy and all he's been down bad. Um, but I've been I've been okay. I've been fine. And so this is kind of it's a foundation nutri- foundational nutrition drink, and it supports immune system. They've been good to us. Uh, if you go to athleticgreens.com slash the fried egg uh, and you, you uh, make purchase there, you get a one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase um it's a comprehensive solution and what you need for your supplement routine are you still you still fly you're into this stuff you're really flying. i'm into it you're at ag1 i
0: i take the travel packs i'm i'm a i'm a i get the coffee going then i do my ag1 and then i then i uh drink my coffee it's a great great way to start the day you so. do it
1: before coffee right yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. It's less than $3 a day when you break it down. So go to athleticgreens.com slash the fried egg. Make your first purchase there. You get a free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, the other main tour event in North America this past week on the men's side was Live Golf Mayakoba. I don't know what they call it. Live Mexico. It was the season debut for that tour. Charles Howell III won it by, what do he win it by? Five a bunch. Um, and the Crushers won by a bunch on the team side of things between, you know, Peter Euline and Paul Casey playing well. Uh, the Crushers did well.
0: I don't think Peter Euline's on the Crushers.
1: Oh, he's smash. No, he's four <laughs> aces.
0: Four aces,
1: yeah. <laughs> whatever i think it's cuz charles Howell III third and, Howell uh, the III paul, paul. paul casey why does it think in you line mm-hmm. so it's hard to keep track of that um, what did you make of this event um, did you watch it all
0: uh, c w hey so so this is probably a problem. I heard it was in Atlanta. It wasn't shown in San Francisco. The CW affiliates decided not to show it. So Philly, I, I couldn't.
1: I think Philly was an issue. They it's showing somewhere, but not CW. There's like these alternate channels on Comcast, at least like way down in some remote area of the cable package. But yes, not on main CW. Philly was one Atlanta was on. And you said San Francisco.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I could not watch it on YouTube TV today. Um, I went to. I went to CW. I love all the people, all the live people that are like, "Oh, download Live Golf Plus." It's like, yeah, I want to download and enter my info into an app that uh, is run by the Saudi Arabian, you know, government. That's you can get some bots coming after you and say you
1: you use Uber, you use Twitter, you yeah. All right, go ahead. But anyways,
0: um, I uh, yeah, there's. I, I talked about context just before because we understood like what I think one of the huge aspects of the tour and you've talked about this before. One of the huge aspects of this thing is like you understand what everything means. And it really, it, it, that was one of the things that hit me all weekend is like, I mean, we've got these guys playing for a ton of money. There's 48 of them. And Charles Howell third is running away with a win. <laughs> I mean, Charles a great, III,
1: great career, great player, but did not win. Never won twice. Never so right, He won three
0: won. times yeah. and it never was a runaway ever. And I thought about it. It's like, I don't think this would have been a runaway win if it's a PGA tour field. Like I think we we've, we've typically there was no wind out there all week. We typically see PGA tour fields in the. 18 19 i feel like the top i mean if brendan todd's out there obviously it's a whole different story for (laughs) charles howell but but, um i think like that's the thing that i had i had problems just in general with is like what does this mean it means absolutely nothing like it does like charles howell wins and it's like oh okay what does that do for you i mean that was like it it doesn't. It's not like we just talked about. Like Eric Cole would have gotten in the players. There's all this context around like Eric Cole with Chris Kirk. All of a sudden, it's like all the we have all these things to talk about with these guys. It's like, um, okay.
1: Well, that's yeah. Charles there's no, Howell. There's no context to the competition. There's no context to the event. There's no like, nothing. We don't know. I mean, this was. I think this hit me when Eugenio Eugenio Chikara won in Bangkok. Like. I kind of understood what Pearson cootie popping this week meant or what it didn't mean. You know what I, and uh, I, there was a basic understanding of how he was doing. Uh, Chikara is an all world talent. He's great. Uh, Am I surprised he won on live? I don't think so. But, but I also didn't really know what it meant at the time. Winning him like a sleepy kind of Bangkok event uh, with 48 guys. Um,
0: That's the same thing with this Charles Howell III. And I think like, I think 48 guys in three rounds, like the three rounds by having three rounds, it limits like how far apart Mm -hmm. 48 guys can get. It's going to keep things closer. But at the same time, like I guess like one of the things that this is probably too late at this point at this stage of the game for the live to be like they're at this point, like they can't have many more embarrassments because it, they, they've been embarrassing. Um, Lately and like one of the things though, if I were running Live, I'd be like, I don't think forty eight is the right number. What do you think it is? I think it you gotta get it. I think that, that seventy two probably would be better. <gasps> Who are they gonna get? Who are those guys I'd, gonna be? I know. Well that's the, the problem. Is like you know, but like if you were rethinking this league, right? Yeah, I think one of the issues is like they're just like there's no context because like who did Charles Howell beat this week? He beat Peter Uline. He's basically like a 4A guy his entire career. I mean, then you look at like the players like hey, hey, DJ, hey, he's DJ
1: 70th in the SI World Golf Ranking.
0: <laughs> DJ looks like 20 pounds overweight. I don't know if you saw any of this stuff. Yeah. Brooks looks burly. You yeah. know, and you start like a lot of these guys had their offseason They come back looking like Sean Kemp came after the <laughs> oh, 98 lockout or 99 lockout what 98 was it 98
1: I don't know I don't know remember yes. Mitch Richmond coming couch. out of that yeah. he was huge there's several I've done that it's so the way I
0: felt about Brooks and, and DJ I'm like wait a sec my wife was uh, I had it on the TV and my wife's like wait a that's Dustin Johnson she was like she was like appalled I was like yeah that's Dustin Johnson she's like, Like no that there's no way that's dustin johnson then she made a crack about you know what lifestyle habits off the course might be gone from him oh god
1: (laughs) um you talk about embarrassments I, i you're starting to get rumblings percolating that guys are annoyed um or starting to realize everything they're in for um there's a lot of goofy shit, and we talked about this Friday. I, I found something of Sam Horsefield and Matt Wolf having to do like a bottle flipping contest or you know where the like my kids do, where you flip the water bottle and try to get it land, and it was like wolf versus horse, and they're just doing it, and it looks like somebody has a gun to their back because they're doing they look just awkward. And we got word from down there from somebody the prominently involved, was a fairly prominent player on the tour, that said, I think we're at the point in live where the guys have officially realized. That they might have screwed up and they're also mad at how stuff is run. And I wrote about this for the newsletter and I tried to be balanced, but like if you're the startup, <clears throat> you have to get beyond just the general curiosity of disruption and have a product in year two. And have to have a dramatically better product. The the, the tour that improved itself. Much more from last year is the establishment PGA tour so far, not the startup with the more flexibility and alleged a lot of funding. The other one has just had this like executive flight and turnover, and they signed, you know, Thomas Peters and Brendan Steele and Danny Lee. And you get to this opener when you should be kind of, you know, storming the gates and really be ready to rock. And there's nothing. There's Greg Norman on a bike. They're at a resort. Nobody's there. The competition product's bad. The TV was pretty not great. CW's, you know, the 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 rating on Saturday was negligible. It was nothing. John O'Ran tweeted 0.2. I'll say that's not unheard of for like shitty golf. That like lower tier, like sometimes Golf Channel hits those numbers. Like it's not unheard of, but it's bad. It's not good. And so it's just like, how are you, if you, you don't have that curiosity factor anymore? Like you can't just roll everybody out there again. And for my like the biggest thing, most concerning about like guys grumbling about it, what they have to do, and and just not signing big guys, or like if you are a tour player who maybe once was on the fence and getting a lot of money thrown at you, that like that ability to woo those guys seems like gone, based on what's happened since. I don't know, August to now, right? That's like, the that's thing. The most concerning, like if you are a tour player and you're looking out at what's happening and you're like, even for like $40 million or a hundred, I don't know. You're like, well, the proof of concept's out there now and it's not great. And it's it, and the money needs to, the price is way up now for, for you to woo me or it's just, I'm not making it, it seems too risky. And that seems most concerning for me if I was a live kind of person.
0: And I think the thing about it is like, if you go back, like when they first launched, the product was like, it was, you watched it and you're like, wow, they're, they have, they're onto something here. They have something, but everybody else has gotten better. The tour has gotten better. <laughs> They've improved the live, live golf forced the tour to improve. The, yeah. the issue is that live has almost regressed. Right. I mean, the telecast is worse this year than it was last year. And I don't know how that's possible, but like they they're pre they're doing these pre-packaged things. They're showing them every single day. It's like I don't I don't want to yeah. watch Hang yeah. Time with my girl Sue Ann for a third day in a row watching sh- her drink a beer out chewy of a fucking stuff. shoe. <laughs> the shoey stuff. stuff. God, stop. So stop, Like the- Here's the thing. is like I tweeted about this and it's like the telecast Is should have been the easiest thing to disrupt in terms of like, if you looked at golf, like one of the things that everybody agreed was like a thing that the tour did poorly was, you know, in the broadcast was it was clunky. It's slow. It's all these things. I give Liv credit. They do show a lot of golf shots. They have a nice pace to it. But now with commercials, it's the same thing. It's like effectively the same thing, but then they have these prepackaged bits that they're rerunning. Like that's you couldn't you had all off season. You could and this is your first telecast and you're rerunning prepackaged bits in in your show? Like that's insane. It's utterly insane. And like I think like there's a ton of skepticism. I think the thing it went from like a a a cash rich startup that was viewed as like, Hey, it's kind of interesting what they're doing to the veil is up now with them. They still have cash, but there's a lot of skepticism. And it's like, it's like when the startup becomes the, not the shiny new startup and everybody gets a look at the financials and they realize, Oh, it's not as pretty as we thought it was.
1: I mean, and, and whatever money they had or ideas they had, they had the wrong people like Greg Norman. Oh, yeah. Be the face and that we knew that from a long time ago. And now all he has is more power. And so I, just, I heard like, a
0: rumor about Norman's uh, pay. If you had to guess what what it was. Take like a guess. His,
1: his annual salary or the big the big number to get him to do it
0: up front and then a year um up front, what, what
1: was like 60 million or something to be the ceo 50 okay and then a year then, i don't know should, I mean, god five what should it be what is it 15 15 i he's he's hurting them I, I don't know in my opinion like there, there's there's if you had a more serious adult at the face you might have had a better chance to get real guys last year much more guy more guys last year and for me do you agree that you feel like the window has kind of closed on them yes now there could always be more money to open it a little bit more but like shit if i was one of those guys that was maybe wooed or or tempted or there was a fomo effect of you know those waves of rumors that would come like five guys might be leaving next week last summer like that it feels like the pga tour and we get a lot of shit has like locked it down okay pretty well and like if I'm player x who's in the top 10 in the world and i i some of these guys would never take go for any amount and I would have at what if I was one who c- could have considered it I'm like what you're hearing from guys who are there what you're seeing in development year over year that window's kind of closed you're like it's it's too risky I'm more so soli- it' o- it only solidifies my stance to be on the pga tour is probably what i should do and so i just i don't see them getting those big buckets of highly ranked players ever again uh, unless something dramatically changes it's going to be these steals and these others that are like one-offs and so i don't know where i what is your optimism i wrote in the newsletter like the one thing for optimism then it's not a big thing Is like australia looks like it'll be kind of lit like fun looks like they've sold a ton of tickets um but that's two months away and then we have the crooked cat and in dove mountain in between now and then and i think uh,
0: yeah dove Mountain, t- tucson yeah there you go um so that's like i just based on like a lot of what we're understanding
1: it just it, it, and I, i'll say this the media will rush to do like the death that this thing's dead narrative too soon there that people are eager to say that they're already going to start saying that and it'll happen too soon and it won't be accurate but like i'm just wondering what's like what's the wave of optimism when more and more proof of concept comes out and it means seems to be making things worse
0: i i mean i think we were in a similar place with the pga tour in maybe like uh july june last year You know, it was really dark. It felt like there was no optimism there. And it's amazing how quickly this thing is flipped where like it's completely it feels completely different the other way. And it's important to note like it could it can flip back. But it just seems like live really missed their their opportunity this fall and winter and not having their stuff together and coming out like. You had all off season and all like, I think that one of the things that the tour has so much other stuff going on other than just their tournaments. Like that is something like that organization does way more than just golf tournaments. But this, this tour literally had nothing to do, but prepare for this week. And this is what you roll out. It was so bad. It was awful.
1: Cart bag, you know, tour bags for everybody and uniform. And they didn't
0: even get there on time.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, that's just what I've this message about these guys. They they are mad about how poorly run it is. And it seems like that. I don't know. I don't know enough about the TV rights thing, but should they have just stayed on YouTube TV?
0: I think so. It would have been better if it was just YouTube. I honestly, like, it would have at least stood out as different. I think the biggest thing that was, to me, alarming is how you. They just how the same it felt as a PGA Tour telecast, except with shittier announcers, shittier talent and like worse shot tracer, awful drones. You know, like that's the thing. It's like it just felt like a worse version of a PGA Tour telecast.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not I I think people are going to pronounce it dead too soon, but I I, I don't come away from this week if you were a live person feeling super optimistic about anything, it just feels like the curiosity has gone. And you have, we've well, already uh, seen like rather inconsequential golf at Mayakoba for years on the PGA tour.
0: <laughs> and this was just kind of more of that. I know there are uniforms. Well, that, that's teams. the thing. It felt just like the Mayakoba event. Right. Honestly, like uh, well, I, while watching it, I felt the exact same way as I felt about a fall Mayakoba event. And, It's amazing to me that 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 the the event like if you would have told yourself 15 or let's say 20 months ago that an event with Cam Smith, DJ, Bryson, Brooks and, you know, all the big names that they have would have felt so flat. It would have felt like 2019 Mayakoba. You'd be like, you're crazy.
1: Well, none of those guys played super well, but but, uh, you know. It's super a bad course for,
0: for big hitters.
1: Yeah. Uh, Cam Smith having to do the shoey thing, having to do the TikToks. Um, Bright, uh, Brooks having to do the Q&A on Instagram where it looks like a hostage video. And, he, <laughs> the, you know, he's having to talk about his relationship with Bryson. A lot of rumblings about Brooks. I don't know what's true that he's, you know, not super thrilled. I, I That's not what I was alluding to earlier, but. That is certainly like rumor flying around everywhere. I saw it was like in an Ask Alan mailbag. I don't know that that's accurate yet, but um, it's just seems like a little like Mickey Mouse ish right now, um, just or frivolous, unserious, like goofy, goofy, off the course. Goofy. Q school could be lit in a couple years. <laughs> that would be crazy. That'd be crazy. Uh, any other live thoughts while we're here? uh anything jump out to you i love the ads on the cw for you know these personal injury attorneys and checkers two for one deals and all that stuff um it's like it reminds me of true tv when we get the tournament you get those ads for like three days of your life that you never see again after that the the
0: best was when I, i watched a little on the app on friday yeah. I downloaded the CW app, and yeah. and the commercials were then just for CW, uh, like Shows. sitcom reruns. Yeah, <laughs> How about like the blast drinking from game? the past. Like a...
1: That was bad. Someone did the math on birdies, eagles, whatever, and it would have been, I think, four and two thirds handles of liquor if you had drank for every time you saw a shot like that. It felt like. I don't know. All it the seemed tweets. like their
0: graph their graphics were so off too. Like their sounds and their and their tracer. The tweet, whoever is the sort
1: of monitoring the tweets that are go on air is it's not the most rigorous oversight. They're just putting every, every tweet out there that is on the broadcast 30 seconds later. You could tweet anything, just say live golf, love, and it's on TV within you know 30 seconds. So uh just Again, kind of a quiet uh, sound and fury signifying nothing weekend for me with with live and maybe that's just my perspective. It, it, you know, it did, but, were there any
0: positive takeaways from live? If you were, you know, not saying positive, but any anything you take away from live and say, oh, that was that was interesting.
1: Um, this was ridiculed a little bit. I I, I think the uniforms are clarifying. I think if they're not bad, I mean some probably are going to be dopey, but I think having four guys in the same shirt is not wasn't a bad thing or a bad look. No, not not really. I I tried to be as balanced or encouraged by anything that I could find, and it just didn't seem like that was there. Um, Are you concerned about its future in terms? It's
0: it's not even long term, but. I mean, I I can't what's amazing is like how good of a start they got off to and how stalled out they are right now. I can't imagine being somebody that has poured a lot of money into it and how they might feel about this. You know, like I think there might have been some like naivety about the like, you know, golf at the beginning as people that weren't involved with golf that much. But like now I imagine that they're like kind of starting to like understand the dynamics of play. And I have to think that, I mean, I don't know. I've, this is, this is just purely speculation, but like, I mean, it seems to me like there was a huge miss in terms of the the player thing. The way they were talking about players last fall, and what they came out with to me stands out. And if I'm, if I'm, you know, the Saudi Piff, you know, and there's no way that there weren't expectations set with them, and there's no way that they have not fallen extraordinarily short with the players. Because the only way this thing was going to work is if they got the substantial amount of the top players. And now, like you said, it's never seemed further away. Yeah.
1: Um, You saw Alan Shipnuck tweet about the Peters thing and how Excel booted him for leaving. Or He's no longer represented by Excel. Uh, Interesting, I guess. I don't know. Excel remains like a hard... Uh, that's a tiger. Obviously, Tiger's agency uh, it represents others, but it's interesting to see an agency be be so hardline as we will not represent you anymore. So I I understand it. I'm sure
0: it's, that it's, Thomas like, Peters knew that that was going to happen if he went. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I I do think that is kind of bullshit that he and and, and who knows maybe this was partly how uh, you know partly to do with how it's portrayed. Twitter doesn't always do a good job of portraying exactly how something went down, but I can't, um, I can't, there's no world in which I live, uh, uh, could live on where I, where Thomas Peters didn't know Excel was going to drop him based off of what they've said, uh, like their actions thus far with live. Right. Yep.
1: Yep. Um, I think that's it. That's all I got for live. It was it's interesting. Maybe Australia will be a different scene, but again yeah, be tape delayed and it's a couple months away.
0: Well, so, that that's the thing. Why is, is it so many am. months away? Why wouldn't you go to Australia now?
1: Yeah, now would be a good time. I, I yeah, I'm not I'm not buried. I mean, it, like
0: if a, you think about if you think about like it's just this whole strategy thing, right? Like, why are you starting in Mayakoba?
1: Say you were Cameron Young to put a name out. Well, that's my point. Myacoba, that was my whole point at the start. It's like you're coming out with a snoozer. You're opening with this open with the bank. Open Yeah, if you have 60,000 tickets sold in Australia, go there. And Mayacoba is a resort. Like it doesn't matter. Like if you have Harry Styles or the Beatles? Like it doesn't like, like people aren't gonna come out to it's a remote resort. And, and, but like, say you're Cameron Young, like a guy we know who on the record has dabbled. Like, now you have to have more doubts than ever, right? As more, more, more proof of concepts rolled out. If you're a top player, and that I think for them has to be the most alarming is like, what's what? Saudi's going to have to make a decision. Are we going to pour even more money into it? Are all these guys' prices higher now? Um. So. But they got to get more guys, right? They can't stay with the guys they have, right? To, and be successful product. They can't like have these forty eight or guys similarly situated. They have to get like five to seven, eight, ten other whales. So, and I they, yeah, that's them. the
0: thing. What uh, if you looked at the world ranking? I, I, like, what would make you feel differently about the league right now? And I think the answer for me would be like five top 20 guys from right like five maybe five top 15 guys
1: yeah yep
0: i mean we were the same spot though after the open in terms of what we thought but they had so much momentum after the open when camp when you knew cam smith was going it was like oh it was like oh shit like now when you look at it it's like if they get three more, or four more guys, and at that time they were going on such a clip that it seemed realistic. It's like then the tour's really in trouble. Well, but then, now yeah. it appears that they are just completely stalled out.
1: We were using the term existential threat to the PGA Tour, and it really felt like that. Then, like this, the tour could be toast, or be you know completely a shell of itself. And now it feels like they they've really only come out stronger of course they don't have some of their all their guys but right now they appear much much stronger in a, in a flip of whatever six seven months so um, say,
0: say it folds and they go everybody that has to go back to Q school square one after say like this is to say they what,
1: what are we doing or the, they're moving it to sawgrass right area I think the new Q school the reintroduction of Q school go ahead
0: this is a fun game yeah tell me you know if say this is just hypothetical it folds this year they have to sit out a year and then they can go back to skew q school or something tell me if 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 i'm gonna run down some names if they ever will hit another pga tour shot if you have to start from square one dj uh no
1: (laughs) i no I think he's got lifetime exemption to Masters.
0: Well, yeah. So, like PGA Tour event, he'll never hit another PGA Tour event shot. No, I don't think so. Um, Maybe I'm Brooks.
1: Wrong. Gosh, I mean, his exemptions are going to start running out. Say for the PGA, PGA is a lifetime. But is he too hurt?
0: It, he, think about brooks having to re re go through everything from from the bottom all the way back up that's pretty
1: kind of yeah man that's, a, that's not like embarrassing but it, it's you gotta hang your head a little bit
0: bryson I don't know that he
1: would would you would brooks do that he might i don't know he might bryson bryson no. bryson no straight to youtube Doing this, that,
0: and the other. YouTube golf. I, I'd say Neiman, I'd say yes. Yes. he just like f- breeze back up. Cam Smith? <sighs> I, don't I don't know. Say,
1: he might just fish. He likes to hang with his friends. Uh, are they getting fully paid out? Are they getting the upfront money? That's I, I've thing.
0: heard that it was upfront. <laughs> okay
1: and everybody got
0: it okay allegedly okay Okay. matt wolf no chance right tries to make it again i mean matt wolf could be like a 32 year old and it'll be like he toiled on mini tours for 10 years after to live and now he's back on the pga tour once a phenom and they'll, go to, they'll cut to, like, the you know, can't miss, like, the yeah, the yeah. magazine covers. Like the, I mean, uh, like, that's the crazy thing about some of this stuff. God, who's the guy? Uh,
1: Memphis, uh, uh, sectional. Um, never mind. I'll talk. Yeah. The kid, um, Man.
0: It's a crazy thing to start to think about. It's like, a, Patrick Reed. Reed. I bet we'd experiment. see him back up. Oh,
1: God. Yeah. yeah right he's away. Going, he's going right for it back you know um but like
0: i think i think some of these guys will be so embarrassed to they won't even try to come back they'll have enough money the embarrassment of going and and saying how like i think so many of these guys handled it the wrong way right pat perez
1: (laughs) he's probably done phil done
0: phil yeah you wonder I can see Sergio making it back up. <laughs> really?
1: Yeah. I guess <laughs> Honestly, he would do it. I could. He would like to go and just to be a thorn at <laughs> everybody's side, yeah. just to be a little <laughs> kind of shit stir. I think he would do it. We didn't talk about his immature the comments. Oh. Which, there's not a lot to say. I mean, like we're on the record about Sergio, and you know, people. My whole issue with the whole live thing is like, well, it's just because they went to live. Hey, you know, we're on the record for about five years of saying Sergio is a pretty big asshole and not a great guy. And the fact that live like just ended up with a lot of these characters, like I, I can't help you there. It doesn't mean I'm like anti, like it's just because of live. Like we have a lot of commentary <laughs> on Sergio, a lot of commentary on Bryson before live was even a kernel of an idea. Uh, but yeah, that's not surprising to hear him say Rory is the immature one. Uh, any others you want to throw out there about Q school? Or are you good? This is a good thought
0: experiment. It's just something fun to think about. It's something I was thinking about a lot. It's like who would actually make it back if it if it all hypothetically all folded? I mean, well, there's two questions there: who would try, and then who would actually who could do
1: it? Who would make it back? Right? There's there's two kind of thresholds for some of them. So,
0: you think Kokrak Rack would try and come back? Your guy.
1: I mean, if he's living in low cost Northeast Ohio, cost of living—I don't know that he would. I don't think he wants to. Just wants to, you know, hang out. Um, Gooch
0: would be back.
1: Yeah, I mean that—that's a guy that like you see him at the top of every leaderboard, and you're not surprised. Like he is a guy that's a real PGA Tour pro at the moment, and was.
0: I, I do. Like, I think that I, honestly, like t- Taylor Gooch would probably be like a top 20 guy on the tour. That's like what he was turning into. Yeah. I, I you know, what's happened with Max Homa and how well he's played, like t- Taylor Gooch was basically like right in that same trajectory in terms of in the improvement was insane. That's one of the things that's just wild about this whole thing.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. I think that does it for live uh not a lot i can say about the golf right i mean there's cave content and that was it a lot a lot of into the mangroves
0: a lot of shots into the mangroves (laughs) looking for drops for this and that um but that was it lots of people wanted me to wanted me to apologize about my peter uline comments and again i'm not going to because it i feel that way about peter uline um all right, Honda, LPJ Honda, Thailand,
1: uh, Lilia Vu wins. She was, Meg Adkins had a great tweet about this. I think she shot 64, but started the day, eight shots back. Her ascent has been sort of remarkable in the Rolex rankings and the race to CME globe over the last year. So congrats to her. That was overnight golf for us, at least in the United States, East Coast of the United States. So congrats to her. And then I mentioned Marcel Seam on DLF. People very excited for his win. Uh, another one of those kind of story things that have, have always you know, I saw people tweeting to the effect of like these non-designated events will really elevate a bunch of good stories on the tour. And like that's another thing that always existed before Live, before designated versus non-designated. Like we would comment about like a great part of the tour is those weeks where you get like a Jim Herman or so, someone like that in tears on the green uh, uh, someone who's come back from a lot and that's just always been the case now i guess like the other point that garrett made there's a little more clarity about what's what but those stories have always been the case uh, th- that's always been a kind of a, a cool aspect of the pga tour so
0: hey can right. i uh, one other little tidbit intel i got from on the ground in
1: honda my honda okay <laughs>
0: this is amusing Made me like laugh out loud. Made my wife like ask what happened. Got intel late, late at the range on Friday. Oh, yeah. I
1: think you sent this to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that Billy, Billy boy <laughs> was true to his nickname as the baton boy. Heard that there was a at, le- at minimum, at minimum 40 foot baton toss up into the air <laughs> on the range. <laughs>
1: Friday night on the range. Only a couple souls out there. There's just, <laughs> do you think he was practicing baton tosses just the right, instead of <laughs> golf shots? Could have had range and, and baton practice. <laughs> I love that. You look down Four, the end. He's watching.
0: <laughs> when nobody's around, he can really let go of the baton. <laughs> That's
1: a good point. No civilians, no crowds. <laughs> uh, all right. Everyone, enjoy your Mondays. Thanks for your continued support of the shotgun start. We'll be back with you Wednesday. We got a little Bay Hill coming and the players right after back that. Back to designated. Back to designated. Back to screened in porch golf uh, down in Orlando. All right, we'll talk to you guys on Wednesday.